Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Here we go. In the booth. Welcome to Bitch and every week we talk about a different person. All right, Alan Bennett. We divulged a wee bit wildly off track. And thank you very much for being here. Who are you? (laughs) And what do you want? (laughs) Now speak to the the listener, whoever that may be. Sorry about all the noise in my flat, by the way. It's just what life's like when you you live in in a flat in London. Oh dear, Tilly, I've got the low battery flash. You are joking. Okay, I might have to get some new batteries. I'm so sorry. That's so weird. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye! Here we go again. Here we go again. My, my. How can I resist ya? I'm, I'm, I'm dressed today. I'm, 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 I'm. You're being Hugh Grant. (laughs) I don't even think I could do a Hugh Grant impression. (laughs) I mean, I've seen Bridget Jones like 8,000 times. Superb. Amazing work. You come in and you see through skirt and fanny about with the press releases. That, that's my only. That's the only Hugh Grant line that I know. It's not your. It's not your best of it, of all your impressions. I'll be honest. Listen, it can't be gold every time. Okay, so you won't break me. Can you do your Jeremy Vine? What is? What do I do when I do Jeremy Vine? <laughs> I don't know. You just do a really good Jeremy Vine. Well, that's because Jeremy Vine was on in my parents' house all the time because my mum would just leave the radio on, and then before we knew it, we'd be subject to <laughs> Jeremy Vine. <laughs> What do you think about penguins? They're coming. They're going to take over the schools. It's so We've got good. someone on the line right now. <laughs> I fucking hate penguins. They're all bastards. Thank you. We've got someone else on the line. I think penguins are fine, actually, and we should uh, leave them alone. You're a liar. Get off the show. How has he got the energy? I don't know. I think he's just got amazing chest resonance and just everything he does just comes out in that way i think he's wasted on the radio isn't he you literally don't need to do that on the radio (laughs) it's the one medium where you can talk relatively quietly (laughs) oh you must be a nightmare to like go to the library with (laughs) excuse me i'm looking for russell brown's autobiography my bookie walk (laughs) so loud Anyway, we're not doing Jeremy Vine. We're not, but I wish we were. Yeah, maybe next week. Huey, Huey, Hugh, Hugh, Huey, Huey, Hugh, 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 Grant, Hugh, Grant, hey, Hugh, Grant, Hugh, Grant, hey! Wow, someone wants to fuck Hugh Grant. <laughs> Huey, Huey, Hugh, Hugh! That's my mating call. Oh, I actually, so I'm I'm in my dressing gown, which is why Tilly was saying she's dressed, but I've just suddenly become very sweaty. Oh, have you? You were doing yeah, a little dance, that's why. So this is bitching. Every week we talk about a different person. We dissect them. We veer wildly off topic. And this week we are talking about that 
amazing actor and man who has undergone several career rebirths, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, hey! Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, hey! Such a fan. So, go on. Let me read his wiki, in case anyone doesn't know who Hugh Grant is. Hugh John Mungo Grant, already sounds like a saint. (laughs) Born the 9th of September 1960, which makes him 59, but very soon he'll be 60, is an English actor and film producer... Grant has received a Golden Globe, a BAFTA, and an honorary scissor for his work. <laughs> As of 2018, his films have grossed nearly $3 billion worldwide. Blah, 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 blah. Four weddings and a funeral, blah, blah. Are you just, uh, have you just started doing this now when you don't read it? You just say blah, 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 blah. And pick out the important bit. Because this isn't what's going to bring us mainstream <laughs> success, just so you know. Character actor, blah, blah. News international phone hacking scandal, blah, blah. Do you want to start there? With the phone hacking scandal? You want to start with the... Well, I don't know. I'm not in charge. (laughs) Who is though, Tilly? That's the problem. Yeah, okay, let's start with the phone hacking scandal. Okay. So the context is, he was, you know, one of the most famous people in the world during his... Four weddings and a funeral heyday. Married to Liz Hurley, famously. Yeah, and they were a very, very famous couple, weren't they? Very Mm -hmm. scrutinised, and he was always in the press. And, you know, they did print a lot of just outright lies about things he was up to. Mm -hmm. But also he discovered that his phone was hacked, and he was part of the scoop of um, getting that all exposed when he met someone for dinner. He met for dinner... Uh, Paul McMullen, a former journalist, and paparazzo, which I love is the plural of paparazzi, for News of the World. And um, he recorded the he secretly recorded the conversation and then published an article in the New Statesman called The Burger Bugged. Because <laughs> he's a lyrical genius. Um, and he revealed uh, that Paul McMullen admitted to phone hacking um, at the kind of bequest of Andy Coulson um, and the the sort of relationship between Rupert Murdoch and David Cameron and formerly Rupert Murdoch and Margaret Thatcher um, and also the relationship between David Cameron and Rebecca Brooks was basically really, what's the word? Intertwined. Intimate. Intimate. Uh, yeah, and then, he, and then he sort of had a little foray, 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 a foray into being a bit of a political leader on the whole Hughes hacked off campaign. So he founded this campaign. The Leveson Inquiry, right? Yeah. So he gave evidence at the Leveson Inquiry, and but he also sort of personally took News Corporation to court, I think, or at least, you know, he won a settlement of a six-figure sum, basically, and he then donated what he'd won to his campaign, which is called Hacked Off, that, that was in response to the Leveson Inquiry, but was sort of formed and is fronted or at least was fronted by Hugh That is sort Grant. of pushing towards the UK press having any sort of a conscience whatsoever. So uh, yeah. I think we'll be waiting for the total destruction of Western <laughs> civilization for that one to happen. Um, <laughs> it's scandalous. I re-watched a couple of Rebecca Brooks's um, clips from the Leveson Inquiry and the evidence that she gave, mm. and it's just so shocking to think she was such a mastermind at, at managing to um, persuade 
the the inquiry that she wasn't just pure evil. It's mm. it's such a performance. I think George Clooney's producing a movie about her. Really? I think so. That's what he's spending his coffee money adverts <laughs> on, isn't it? His exactly. coffee advert money on. Oh, good old George. But yeah, I think Hugh Hugh had got a bit of a taste for it must have been so amazing because his whole life and career was completely dominated by his appearances in the tabloids and mm. famously he got so furious once with the paparazzi that he opened a tin of beans he'd just bought from the shop and proceeded to throw <laughs> the contents of the beans at the paparazzi which absolute That's legend fucking brilliant what a legend why shouldn't that be allowed to happen do you know what i mean if you invade someone's privacy why shouldn't you get a tin of beans chucked over you i do think honest? it's really fun it was really interesting looking into hugh grant and actually the tin of beans incident being published in the newspaper because obviously the problem with throwing beans at the paparazzi is they take lots of photos of you throwing beans at them <laughs> <laughs> so then they're able to publish that picture and make you look completely insane and i do think it, the positive of, you know, of all the work that he's done with the Hacked Off campaign and every, all the outcomes of the Leveson inquiry, although Rebecca Brooks herself was never given any prison time or anything. Andy Coulson was. And obviously, like... Was he? Like, yeah. Was he not? I thought they all got away with it. Let me look. Andy Coulson prison. Yeah. I mean, why should he go to prison and she didn't? Because That's she was so joke. good at creating the story of the courtroom. Like, it's amazing what she does. The fact that outside the press are sort of deeming her this witch and this evil villain, and inside that room where she's got the ability to sort of curate the narrative, she did a really, really good job. What did she say, basically? That it was just like everyone was doing it and it was like... She claims to not know anything about it, about phone hacking. Lol, 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 lol. Lol. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. But also she's so measured in the way that she talks and appears to have a huge amount of humanity and is sort of very understanding of... Because the thing about being happy to just lie is then you can just say whatever you like, can't you? It's great. I think our politicians now are sort of um, Murdoch journalists in a way. I think they're kind of the children of Murdoch in many ways. Yeah. Because you can just lie yeah. in the rose garden and it's fine. Nothing happens. No one does anything. I really want to fix that painting behind you. It's not the painting. It's the it's the angle of the laptop. You see? I think it's the painting. Unless you are kind of at a weird Dali-esque angle and you're like melting off the wall. Yeah, no, a bit more. No, it's, it's, it is skew with. It can't be, though, because it's attached to the, look, to the top. Oh, no, maybe it is fine. Maybe you're just at a different angle. That is weird, though. No, I know what you mean, though. I said it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, the painting is attached to the, what's that border called around a room? Uh... And why is it there? (laughs) (laughs) What does it want? You know what I mean? You don't have one in your room. Why do I have one? I don't know. You've you've got a nicer flat. (laughs) 1930s, I'll have you know. I'm pretty sure there's mushrooms growing on my wall. Very small ones. Either that or it's some kind of, I don't know. Mould. Have you got black mould? No, it's not mould. I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just stains. They're fine. They don't bother me anyway. So I just decided to not investigate too closely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Coulson served 18 months. Well, he was sentenced to 18 months in prison, but he only what served... What for, specifically? Was five, it for... Uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was for the... One second. Welcome to Googling. Every week we just Google things <laughs> that we don't that know we the answers to. Up. He was charged with perjury in relation to evidence he gave on, in trial of Scottish Parliament something something. So that's different. So he, he was, lied. Oh, here we go. He was found guilty of, char- of a charge of conspiracy to intercept voicemails. Well, they must have had evidence then in that case that he did it. So it's basically fine to invade someone's privacy as long as everyone knows you're doing it. It's basically fine to treat anyone like shit. And I'm not just talking about celebrities because I know there were some people who were like, oh, well, celebrities are in the public eye and therefore they've consented to everything that's happening to them. Okay, fantastic philosophy. Um, But they do it with everyone. They do it with, like, the families of murdered children. They will doorstep the families of murdered children. I didn't know that that... Well, hack the phone off the murdered child. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't, like, no one should bother someone who that has happened to. Yeah. It should be illegal to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's not. Yeah. No, it's completely scandalous. It's industry practice to go and uh, bother people who bad things have happened to. And that's news, apparently. So go fuck yourselves, basically. (laughs) To conclude. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I really want to find out if Rebecca Brooks got found. She was arrested, blah, blah, blah. I wonder who's playing her. Who would who would make a good Rebecca Brooks? Me. <laughs> oh, I know who they cast. Fucking what's her face is in everything. Jessie Buckley. Oh, she'd be great. To be oh, she's fair. a bit too young though, isn't she? Actually, maybe they'll have different actors for different stages. Nicole Kidman. I feel like she's a bit too. You want someone who's a little bit loose? Do you know loose. What I mean? Do you know what I mean? You know, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little bit. I think you fancy Rebecca Brooks. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> not another one. Casting. Oh, it's not happened yet. From Scandal to the Screen. Here we are. Yeah, I don't think they've cast... Oh, it's Nicole Kidman! Oh, you're joking, is it? <laughs> Maybe I just knew that in the recesses of my brain somewhere. Oh, no, someone's suggesting it should be Nicole Kidman. Uh, right. And who do they they suggest Anthony Hopkins for Rupert Murdoch? That'll be good, wouldn't it? Oh God, he'd be so good. Yeah. 
Oh, is there anyone who's done? Is there anyone who's done more harm to the world than Rupert Murdoch? Collectively, as a whole, just made the world worse. The Apprentice. Alan Sugar. Can, no, can we go with concepts rather than people? You think the, the apprentice. apprentice has done more harm to the world than the Murdoch media empire? No, but it's responsible. <laughs> <laughs> it's responsible for Trump and Katie Hopkins. Well, actually, yeah. One yeah. fell swoop. Yeah, because there's there's a world in because I mean, Trump got elected because he was famous, right? He wouldn't have just got yeah. elected if he was some random nobody. Yeah, people felt they knew him from that show, and they probably did. To be fair, you're fired. <laughs> anyway, Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant. Hugh Grant acting. Acting. Hugh Grant performances about a boy. Amazing. Notting Hill. Notting Hill, great. Uh, weddings and a funeral. Or weddings and a funeral. Paddington 2. Paddington is the best one. The best one. It so is his career amazing. is fascinating because he didn't mean to be an actor, which is so annoying. He sort of accidentally became an actor because he did it as a hobby when he was at Oxford. And also he was one of the most handsome men in the world. I don't think we can Have ignore that, can we? Have you seen him? Have you seen him, though? Have you? I, I have seen him, yes. <laughs> have you seen him? <laughs> Sorry to be superficial. He's also a phenomenal actor. Like he's Yeah, got he's the, really good. He's got it all. But um, but he he did a lot of sort of almost fringy theatre um, in his 20s. I mean, he did also... I've slightly written the narrative of this because he did also do a lot of films and really big TV shows, but not in a kind of breakthrough-y way. Like, he also ran his own little fringe theatre company that performed around different pubs, and he went up to the Edinburgh Fringe and stuff like that. I was surprised to read about that as well. Yeah, because you think... But it makes you think he actually does really love the fun of it. I know he spoke about some shows he'd do that he'd find really boring and then mm. wanting to create his own kind of work. And then yeah. Four Weddings and a Funeral was his big breakthrough. And he, I think he said he was thinking of quitting acting before. He was, yeah. Yeah. Which I can understand if, because other people would be like, oh, well, he was working and he was like doing like good stuff and like, why would he want to quit if, you know? But if you're not doing stuff that's like really great, it can get a bit frustrating and you can think, well, this isn't the reason why I started doing it in the first place. So I'm obviously on the wrong track and maybe I should go and do something else. Particularly if, and like, it's such a privileged position to have, but also, you know, it's just what he had, which is that he hadn't really chosen it as a career. It kind of chose him. Like he planned on doing it in order to, <laughs> this is so funny to think, but in order to make a bit of money in the year between, he had basically a gap year and this agent wanted to sign him after he'd done this film at Oxford. And he originally turned them down because he didn't want to be an actor. And then he thought, oh, actually, I've got this year break before I can't remember what he was going to go do next. So I'll... He was just... going to Cortau? Cor- I, I, I don't speak French, so I don't... it's the art school, the posh one in London. The Cortau. The being uh, knowing things about art so is it more of an academic thing than a practical <laughs> sorry thing? i just made myself laugh i don't even, i'm not even bothered about making you laugh anymore <laughs> i make myself laugh 
all hail coronavirus. I make myself laugh now. I don't need you. I don't need any of you. (laughs) You're right. You okay? You're right. Yeah, I'm okay. I just have a sip of tea and calm down. Yeah. You carry on talking. So is that, is the school of learning things about (laughs) (laughs) about art? Is that, um, is that, more of an academic thing than a practical thing then i think it's a place where i literally have never googled this school i've only ever known um some posh people who've gone and i think it's basically like a place where smart rich people go (laughs) to get masters in things like art history and things like that oh my gosh i've just googled the school of cartel because i've spelt it wrong I've just found a load of um, news articles about independent schools that have been fronts for illegal crime. That's funny. Uh-huh. School of Cartel. That's, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Institute of Art. Here we are. Well, anyway, he he had this gap year and his plan was to make a bit of money doing some acting. Like, that's a thing, which is, just shows the position that he was in. And, like... and also, if you were just, like, really fit in, like, the 90s, you could just go and do little bits couldn't you now everyone does that <laughs> so it he was just right time right place right right face, face. yeah <laughs> oh gosh but what i find really amazing what i really like about him i don't i don't think he takes himself that seriously really because four weddings and a funeral the reason he liked it is it's such a funny role and he really the comedy of that character and then he was so good at it all people ever wanted him to do was the character from Four Weddings and a Funeral. And mm-hmm. he just did that. He just went, yeah. all right, then. If that's what you guys want, I'll do that. Fine. Mm. And he's spoken recently about how great getting older has been because now finally he's actually able to flex his acting muscles again and do a bit more of a wide variety of mm. things, which is why his Paddington 2 performance is just so Everyone was so obsessed with it because it, it was yeah. Hugh Grant doing something that was so unlike Hugh Grant yeah not that his other things aren't good but well his character wasn't likable that's the thing he's always the kind of likable even when the character's an arsehole you still really like him and uh he was just a total dickhead and that bit in the attic where he does all of the different voices I feel like it was his like drama school show reel yeah oh gorgeous and did you see a very English scandal I did not no I don't watch things in general. I watched the same five episodes of Community over and over again. <laughs> Anime and YouTube videos and that's it. That's how I stay so young. You're a cultural hermit. Indeed. It's a really fantastic show. I've heard it's very I've heard it's very, very good. Starring Ben Whishaw. Him and Ben Whishaw just necking off. It's great. Having a good Having old time. Having a good old time. I'd love to neck mm. Ben Whishaw. He's the voice of Paddington. There's another... <gasps> oh my God. There's another little crossover. Anyway, that's a, that's a fan fiction <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Is fan fiction always sexual? No, not always. But frequently. <laughs> My friend is absolutely obsessed and has been since we were about 16 in the uh, Harry Potter fan fiction between Hermione and Snape. What, she still reads it? Obsessively, like every day. How old is she? She's 27. Oh, God bless her. That is commitment to the ship. I think it's just commitment to masturbation, to be honest. (laughs) No. Yeah. Surely not. No, it's highly sexual. Yeah, but she doesn't wank off to it. (laughs) Why else do you think she reads it? 
Well, I think people, not everyone enjoys something erotically and is like, I'm going to crack one out to this. Well, I think for women, so I've read. <laughs> for women, I think it's more of like a, um, it's like a, an experience, isn't it? I don't think women are reading romance novels and cracking one out in the same way that people watch porn and crack one off to porn. I mean, I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. I think it's like the thrill or the... It's the emotional drama of it. It's the same reason people watch soaps or like get really invested in their favourite character mm. in a show, but just on a more kind of, um, in a more, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh... Forensic scale. Mm-hmm. It's probably the wrong usage of that word, but you know what I mean. No, I think she just watches it to to get off. That's am- that's um, cool that she's open about it at the age of 28 and that she's still invested in i don't know if she is open about it or if she's just told me and now i'm broadcasting it oh to the and world. now you're just like ruining her entire life okay go off <laughs> she will remain anonymous that's really great yes yeah, she will she will it's me is it you no you there you is. don't even know what the internet is <laughs> You can barely work your fucking microphone. You don't know how to find fan fiction on the internet. So is it that people write, like, who writes it? That's the other thing that... Um, well, I used to write it when I was a teenager. Did you? Like, what did you, yeah, what like was a... your go-to? Um, I would write stuff about um, anime that I watched, but it wasn't it wasn't sexy stuff. It was, you know, character and plot and, like... Offshoots and... Doing, what, doing what I thought the show should do. <laughs> Um, just doing a big rewrite because I knew a lot age 14 um, so I think a lot of but I think a lot of people who write it are adults yeah and and um, indeed there have been lots of um, novels that started as fan fictions uh, famously Anne Rice bans any fan fiction of her work mm-hmm. she doesn't like it she doesn't like anyone doing her characters other than her good for her um I can imagine that. But yeah, a lot of it is um, people being obsessed with a particular relationship and thinking that the characters should get off. So just (laughs) doing it themselves. Hermione and Snape. I mean, they've got... Anyway, I won't won't ship shame. Good for her. Was Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction or have I made that up? Yes, it was Harry Styles fan fiction, I think. No. No, 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 wait, it was Twilight fan fiction. That was it, that was it, that was it. Was it, but was it Twilight? Something was Harry Styles fan fiction, which has now become... Well, you know what this show is now, the Googling it show, so let me Google it. Uh, After, after by Anna Todd, which is now being adapted into a film. She wrote um, 70% of it on her phone, uh, and now she's getting doing well. A multi-millionaire. Yeah. 10 million copies have been sold. And what's that? Is that a BDSM one? I don't know. Or is it a... I think it's just a romance story. There's some pictures mm. of people kissing, but also walking through a forest, sitting in a bar classic i think it's a teenage love story because there's quite young people in it oh he's topless there he is nice yeah so 50 shades of gray was a twilight fan fiction yeah and after by anna todd which is being made into film is a harry styles fan fiction so you can just do a fan fiction about a person oh yeah you can do fan fiction about anything wow yeah, so some people write fan fiction about real people. I wonder if there's been any Hugh Grant fan fiction. I'm sure there has been. <laughs> Hugh Grant and Liz Hurley, probably. Oh, Google it. 
in the news show, Googling it. <laughs> Touch me to act. What? It's called Touch me to act. He pinned me against the wall. No! His hot breath tickling my neck. <coughs> I need you, he whispered huskily. <laughs> ah, well, I know what I'll be doing later. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I can't. Oh, God. It's a whole series, I think. Touch me to act, Hugh Grant. Family. Is that the first? But that doesn't make it touch me to act. That doesn't. That's not a. That's not a sentence. <laughs> Teach me to act. Maybe it's a pun. Is it meant? Is it meant to be a pun on that? But that's not an expression, is it? Teach me to act. No. Touch me to act. Yeah, no, it's not. They might. They might listen to this if they're Hugh Grant obsessive. <gasps> oh my god! I'm 28 years old, and my brother's best friend is Hugh Grant. Is that the first sentence? Yeah. Hugh Grant is considerably older than my brother, and they met when my brother started to get recognised as an actor, and they worked together several times. Little does my family know that I've been secretly meeting up with Hugh and going out together and (laughs) flirting like mad. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. This poor person, whoever they are. I'm into it. I know, but come on. (laughs) Like, is is that the best that your imagination could come up with? Hugh Grant is my brother's best friend. Oh my god, listen, listen. She's sat in her living room. It's not really a dramatic situation. The doorbell goes and her brother's like, can you get it? And and she goes, I can't. I'm busy watching music and lyrics. (laughs) Can't you wait to watch your Hugh Grant marathon tomorrow? He asked, walking to the door. When he opened it, my heart went into my throat. Hi, Manny, are you ready to go over the script? Hugh asked. Yeah, sure, come in. We'll go to my den, Manny replied. Oh no. I should point out that some fan fiction is well written. Um, <laughs> this poor person, like you say, they're going to re- listen to this. Well, look, it, it's not the worst thing. It's probably not as bad as music and lyrics, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Nothing will be as bad. So, music and lyrics Hugh Grant <laughs> learnt to play the piano and to sing and to dance, and it still was his worst film. Mm. What a commitment. Shit like this happens when you get famous, doesn't it? People just think that... People just write porn about you. I do think it's a step too far. Writing porn about someone. I don't know. I don't know. I do get it. I do understand it. But, like, people... Like, some fans of things take things... Yeah. ...a bit too far. Like... Yeah. um, When Sherlock was very popular, people used to take fan fiction to, like, Q&As and, like, read it to the actors and... Um, was it Sherlock or was it? It was something like that, that yeah. people would do that. And it's like, this is weird. Yeah. That you're, like, it's not weird that, you're, that you've written a story about fictional characters. That's not weird. That's, you know, and if you think those characters should be gay, well, more power to you. And I probably agree with you, especially in the case of Holmes and Watson. But <laughs> don't make it a thing to do with the actors yeah. because that's just like putting your own sexual feelings onto someone who hasn't consented to hear their sexual feelings yeah i agree and i do mm. think this thing happens i mean maybe i've been guilty of this when i was hermione and snape though that's not gonna happen what is your friend okay <laughs> she's great she's got a highly functioning imagination i think that's part of the problem you know it makes if you knew her, it makes complete and utter sense yeah has she not like um got like a new ship over the years that she's a bit more well, she's got, like, a partner, and do you know what I mean? She's not her main focus. No, okay, she just does it to unwind of an evening. Yeah. 
in the morning and an afternoon from the sounds of it. She's furloughed. Does her partner look at all like Snape? No, but it does look a bit like Hermione, actually. Now you say it. Oh. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. I've cracked the case. You've cracked the case, Watson. <laughs> uh, you're Watson, obviously. <laughs> Don't start with that shit. I'm sorry. Mate. What? <laughs> you think I'm Watson? You think I'm Watson? <laughs> Can we not both just be Sherlock? Actually, do you know what? I'll be Watson because Watson is more likeable and that's what I'm trying to become, so. But you're right, I'm not Sherlock either, am I? Really, let's be honest. <laughs> Maybe we can both be Neither Watson. Neither of us are. We both have to Google the answer to literally fucking everything. <laughs> Neither of us are Sherlock. <laughs> Poor Watson. Oh. Both of us have to Google the answers to everything for our show that we voluntarily do once a week that we know days in advance the subject that we're doing. And even when it's fucking light entertainment actor Hugh Grant, we can't fucking manage to if memorize anything, a single fact. Especially when it's actor Hugh Grant. We seem to have done a worse job than normal, weirdly. <laughs> Don't know what's gone on there. Oh. All right, well, you get the idea with that, I guess. <laughs> That's Hugh Grant. Uh, that is Hugh. If anyone wants to write lesbian erotic <laughs> fanfiction about me and Helen, that is fine. Just um, don't read it out to us. Just don't send it to us. But you can do whatever you want on your own, on your own time. I like Hugh Grant, you know. He seems like a good guy. I think we get on. We've missed the bit where he got the blowjob in public. Oh, everyone knows about that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He said he did a, you know... A bad thing. What can you do? What can you do? God love him. All power to him. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not in that context. So, new, but... new thought, new thought. Yeah, paragraph break. <laughs> new chapter, <laughs> new book. New, new chapter. <laughs> Snape and Hermione, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, well... Okay. Oh, there have been so many books published since then. <laughs> so many books with characters with way more, like, sexual tension and, like, actual chemistry. And I think it's about the nostalgia of her early sexual experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Which pretty exclusively involved Snape and Hermione in her mind. All right. I'm in such a good mood now. (laughs) (laughs) What a great way to start the Uh, day. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? I will be writing my next verbatim play. I mean, that sounds like you're making it up, but you actually will be doing that. (laughs) What about you? What are you doing today? Um, Me and Josh are going to go see Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan film, which I assume will have something to do with time. (laughs) Fucking play another one, Chris. Jesus. (laughs) Let me know how it is. Apparently it's more confusing than Inception. Have you seen the video of Tom Cruise watching it coming out of the cinema? Oh, it's really great. It's really good. He's just like, for some reason, gone to see Tenet. His assistant has like videoed him in the cinema and then videoed him leaving going, I love that movie. (laughs) And everyone's like, it's Tom Cruise. And it's like, is this an ad? I don't understand. <laughs> I assume he's like trying to like, you know, 
Scientology is all into going back to the cinema. <laughs> he probably wants to save the film industry, bless him. Aww. I wonder what his lockdown was like. Oh, my laptop's died. She's gone. I'm going to WhatsApp call her. Well, she's gone. She's, uh, her internet's gone. Snape and Hermione. After all this time? Always. Snape and Hermione. He's obsessed with another woman. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I think Helen's gone, so... uh... Well, that might have to be it because she's not picking up, so... I'll say bye. Thank you for listening. Uh, As always, uh, like, subscribe. Uh, Should I just stop? Should I just press stop? Wish us the best. Maybe I should just press stop. As we navigate Uh, this life. We do this out of the kindness of our hearts. Okay, bye! And the increasing knowledge that whilst we do have a lovely audience of people who appreciate the show very much, we are probably uh, never going to do this as our job. But we like doing it anyway, and let's face it, we we do a pretty bad job anyway. So God knows it would just get worse if we were being paid to do it. So I'll leave you with that. If you want to write a review on iTunes, that's great. Go ahead. If you don't, that's also fine. I'm not going to force you. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day. I know I will. If either of us were going to be Sherlock, it would obviously be me. You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music was by Dave Cribb, and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. Great Big Owl.com.